This week's Friendsman is brought to you by Spaghetti. Mamma Mia. Do you like spaghetti? You bet your fucking dumbass you like spaghetti. Spaghetti is delicious, it's red, it's fun to eat, and it's easy to make. Spaghetti, a dumb guy's idea of what cooking is. Spaghetti. Now with meatball. Welcome to another episode of Friendsmen, the best show about the Friends show, and also a show about friends. I am your regular host, JP, and with me is my co-host, Nate. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing good, JP. How you doing? You know, I'm, I'm doing really well, to be honest. Really well. It's been a, a little bit of a weird week. I'm back in the office, but... um, Yeah, how's that it going? Actually... It's been doing wonders for me, honestly. I feel I, just having like regular structure and it's seeing good to go actual back. human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm okay, like, I'm okay. like, no, like my depression is like getting knocked the heck out. Like, I get I'm, it. I, I, I think I'm scaring Claire with how like back to normal I am. She's like, no, you remember we still have COVID, right? So it's been a good week. And Nate, I got to spend this afternoon having beers in my backyard, socially distanced. With our producer, Chris White. Oh, you had some beers with the boys. Yeah, Chris White came over and just uh, hung out. It was really nice. So he just got to catch up. He's been one of my best friends for my, I got since I was 18 years old. So that's cool. That's, like, cool. that's like 50 years now. And he makes good music. So, so I like him. He he does. And as Henry, uh, as, as our cancel culture correspondent, Henry pointed out, uh, Chris White, how does he make this show sound so good? I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping he's going to give me some, uh, like, monkey organ grinder music for my spaghetti commercial. Boy, we're going to have to send him some texts. This week's well, friends been brought to you by Spaghetti, by the way. Um, thank you to our sponsor, Spaghetti. Spaghetti, now with me. I had some spaghetti tonight, JP. Did you really? Yeah, it was really now, good. How much of it did you make, or was it just jar... Pasta sauce. Nikki I mean, made... you're Italian, so I feel like that's that's that would be. Yeah, I don't use jarred sauce. My grandma will yell at me if I use jarred sauce. <laughs> there is one jarred sauce that's acceptable. It's uh, Rouse Reos Reos jarred sauce is very good. Um, Never heard of it. You should try it. They have it in the grocery store. It's pretty expensive, but it's good. Um, okay. My wife made it. Uh, she made the sauce from scratch. Tried a new meatball recipe. With uh, flour on the outside of the meatballs, I wasn't a fan Ooh. of it, but the meatballs were great. Um, That's interesting. So you like got like so like there was a crust on the outside. Yeah, 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 yeah a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it was nice. nice. I like that. Um, so, so just so we, just so we're clear, so you were pregnant, eleven months pregnant wife. You made her make you dinner tonight. Yes, I did. She cooked <laughs> me a giant spaghetti meal. Spaghetti. Yeah, spaghetti. Wow, Nate. Uh, wow, Nate. Hey, it's good to know that Nikki was, is doing all right. I was at work all day, JP. I'm I was making bread, you. swinging a hammer. How uh, you were at work? Did you did you make another can of beans over an open flame? I didn't. I just brought some uh, old leftover shish kebab, and uh, but I do have my um, I do have the Japanese noodles at work for the next time. Oh hell yeah, dude! Lunch. They're yeah. so good. I gotta They're get so good. some more. So good. I gotta get some more camp stove fuel though. So that's why I've been putting it off. Uh, well. 
that sounds like a pretty damn good dinner. I myself made a very, very nice, uh, I got a pork belly. I saw it. it. I saw it. I smoked it for hours in a rub and then finished it in barbecue. So, oh my God. Holy crap. I couldn't eat more than three bites. It looks I have really good. Of it. Looks really it was good. so good. I'm going to die. My heart in the middle of this episode, I'm just going to fucking keel over, but I will die fat and happy. Cooking's fun. I'm cooking more. Um, yeah, it's because of me, man. Oh yeah. yeah you got I'm, me cooking I'm, more. I'm good influence on you. I'm well, it's also like you. you said before, my wife's pregnant. I'm trying to help out. Wait, um, Nikki's pregnant? She's pregnant as hell. Fuck, dude. I did not know. Congratulations. We think we've decided on the name. Um, Jonathan. Luke. That's, that's, that's good, too. Luke. Lucas. Uh, and that does make our children's name Luke and Layla. That's as close as you're going to get without as getting a divorce, sir. we're going to get, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Nothing. Is they, that a re- is that a reference to something? What do you mean? Yeah, Luke was the villain on the OC. JP, you're ruining the bit that I'm going to do for the rest of my life when people say, "Oh, like <laughs> Star Wars," and I go, "What? I've, ne- I've never heard of that." Nate, I will set you up whenever I can for that. Thank you, All JP. Right, let's get to it. We got a special guest for this episode. A very special guest from our sister podcast. Dune Boys. Little Sister. Little Sister Podcast. Little Sister from his little podcast, Dune Boys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Folks, I am very excited that we have one of my best friends on the show today, Nate. But then also one of my other best friends, the first internet friend I made when I joined Twitter. The I think same here. Best, the best bugling I have ever experienced. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jeff Gibson. Jeff, welcome to Friendsman. Hi, I'm little Jeff Gibson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeff, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing lovely. Widow Jeff Gibson. <laughs> Will, Will, Will Jeffy. Yeah, Widow Jeffy. That's good. So, Jeff, welcome. Jeff, yeah, thank you so much for being on, man. Of course, guys. Uh, I had a quick question. Are you eating one singular meatball? Uh well yes but I also cook one singular meatball because that's okay. how that's how you eat spaghetti spaghetti with meatball that's, with that's spaghetti I think you're a sponsor again spaghetti now with meatball now with one meatball mm-hmm. don't want to overshadow the spaghetti so no that one... the spaghetti's the star the the, the meatball <laughs> is just the guest do you want uh their number uh they're looking for other podcasts to sponsor oh you guys should get some of the spaghetti and meatball sponsor mm-hmm. money. Big spaghetti. Big spaghetti, dude. Big spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, All right. Well, so, well, we've already. We're so happy oh, to have ahead. you here. Talk Indeed. about friends because you've had me on your podcast a couple of times. And I wanted to say thank you for that because I've never officially done that. Thank you to you. Thank you, Dickie, for letting me play uh, dumb characters on your podcast. Oh, well, you just ruined something. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> the illusion that we possibly didn't have Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Clint Eastwood, or as the kids are saying on Twitter, Rip Clint. Rip Clint. The omniscient uh, Doctor Don Hatton. He's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Nate has done some good character work on that show. I have mostly just been invited to be on as myself because been I don't have to times. hide behind characters. Yep. I don't have to hide behind characters. That's true. Jeff, I all right, Jeff. I want to get into it then. First of all, you host a podcast called Dune Boys with 
Dickie Killjoy. Why don't you uh, tell us kind of how the fuck did this happen? How did you end up doing a podcast about Dune? Um, I think I said that I wanted to do a podcast about my main interests, which were either Dune, the Dark Tower, or the Green Lantern comic books. Nice. And <laughs> Dickie said, why don't you just stick to Dune? <laughs> and then he told me he was going to co-host it with me, and that's how that happened. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. That's yeah. what Jimmy did with me, too. He told me that my wife was no longer doing the podcast and that we were doing the podcast. I specifically said to Nate, hey, buddy, I haven't heard from your wife in a while. You guys had that podcast. Is she okay? And everything after that, he's like, oh, no, she's fine. She just needs a break. She's fine. Why don't you come on the podcast with me? And and she's fine. She's fine. And <laughs> Nate, how's Nikki doing? Yeah, how's she's your great, wife doing? dude. She's great. <laughs> I'll bring her in here right now. I don't care. We only no. Nikki does the pass through to yell at you because you're being a dumb dumb. Yeah, I'll be too. As loud has been multiple times recorded. <laughs> Quiet down. You're shouting about dog girl again. All right, so Jeff, let's. I want to. I want to know though, like how. So that's how you and Dicky got involved in this podcast. How did you meet Dicky? Um. Well, here's the honest truth. I found um, the little bug cult, like most people did, because I listened to an episode of. Um, Doughboys. Shout out to Bugman. All hail Bugman. All hail Shout Bugman. Doughboys. Um, and then I randomly started talking to three people who I actually thought were the same person. I knew sleeves, and I knew <laughs> <laughs> I knew sleeves. I knew John, and I knew Dicky, and they had two very similar pictures, and I would confuse them all the time. And so, so Jeff. Could you clear something up for me just to be totally positive? Because I thought you were sleeves for a while when I was new on Twitter. You're oh, no. not sleeves, right? No, I am not sleeves. Right. Okay. Just checking. I, whereas my whole thing was, I was convinced for quite a while that it was all a bug, a bug main joke and that there was only one person running like 15 different accounts pretending to be all these people. Same. Oh. <laughs> There's or, some... Or that I was just, you know, like completely psychotic wandering the streets with like a rock in my hand and pretending that it was a phone and that this was like whole thing was an illusion. All been there. Yeah. All been there. There was in the beginning a feeling of it being a Pee Wee's Playhouse type situation where. Yes. <laughs> some of the characters may not have been real, but there but was But it enough. is real. I can see both of you right now. We're all real. I think I'm real. I definitely am real. I'm a real Hold little on. boy. Check this out. Little Jeff Gibson. Wow. Did you guys see that? Did you guys see that? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. I, I think possibly the best thing to do on a podcast is the magical thumb trick. Equal we, to the sticking your fingers together to make the floating sausage. He's learning, Oh, Jeff. I love he's the floating learning. sausage. I love the floating sausage. He's learning. It's a visual medium, baby. <laughs> um, All right. So, so okay. So you're doing this podcast. How long have you been doing this podcast? I think we're going to be hitting a year very soon. Jeff, who are your that, who are your comedy awesome. guys? Who are your guys? My comedy guys. Um, I'm you also don't have like to answer that. yeah. My comedy guys. I think my main inspiration. Uh, I'm also a 75 year old man like John. So I grew up with Kids in the Hall, Mister yeah. Show. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think of more, but I can't. But 
SNL, obviously. No, uh, when I my age of SNL <laughs> modern, was um, modern day SNL is obviously was, an influence. I think the really obnoxious era with Will Smith or not Will Smith. Oh my god, Will, Will Ferrell, Ferrell and Cher- sure. Cherry O'Terry and Cherry O'Terry, yeah, the same five sketches and that horrible yeah, cheerleading. Always... So I kind of oh dropped god. out of that one quick. I might have gotten into Mad TV for a year too, but I'm not. See, sure. you were you were like a couple of years older than me and mm-hmm. all that obnoxious nineties SNL stuff worked on me because <laughs> I was like seven, eight, nine years old. It was like the perfect time for me to love that stuff. Oh. I get what you mean. It's a lot. Yeah. I, I do remember as a kid being excited every time it was SNL and Oh my God, are they going to do another? It's Pat. Oh my God. Are they going to do another? It's- they did another. It's Pat. Oh my God. Like, Boy, I was a fucking idiot. I've n- never got the chance to watch It's Pat live, JP. <laughs> wow, you really missed out on a life-changing experience. It turns out they couldn't tell whether Pat was a man or a woman. <laughs> Hilarity fucking ensued every single week. I swear to God, they did like 50 of those fucking things. And a motion picture. And a motion picture that is incredibly bad. Yeah. that's true. Also, Nate, were you just doing a Pat impression? Ooh. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, all right. So, so Jeff, I just wanted to ask a couple more questions here. First of all, what's going on with Dune Boys these days? It has been a while since you've had a main, uh, a mainline, um, episode about the, the books and you guys always bring on very handsome, funny guests for those episodes, but what's been going on in the interim? Well, we learned that doing a joke podcast about washing dishes was far more popular and far more easy. <laughs> and also making up stories about me and Dickie traveling America, um, looking for paranormal activities. Yes, dude. A hell of a lot Friggin of fun. Friggin' Bigfoots. Yeah. And so we just pretty much do whatever we want. Um, we just did an episode about the Dune movie, and we'll be returning very quickly to the Dune book, starring a certain host of a friend's podcast. No, oh, I wonder who it is. Am I, Nate's pointing at himself. Is it Nate? Yeah, it's, is it Nate? it's Nate. Nate's taking over. Oh, shit. Nate can't read. <laughs> I know. He can't fucking read. Everything about Dune. I've mm-hmm. obviously read all of the books. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm a Dune super fan. What's your favorite no, uh, I... version of Duncan Idaho? I'm sorry, Jeff. You're, bra- you're warbling a lot. I can't. No, I heard you. I I heard you very clear. I was asking what your favorite version of Duncan Idaho is. Original Gola. Original, for sure. Really? Yeah. Got no fucking clue. (laughs) He's got no fucking clue whatsoever. (laughs) Original, dude. You can't go wrong with original. No. (laughs) I I, I always go with the extra spicy. I go with the extra spicy. Yeah, extra crispy might be the way to go. Um, Jeff, you brought it up, and I don't want to steal from your your hit podcast, but can you give us some of your thoughts on the Dune movie? I'm personally incredibly excited. I love the casting, but they released some images and people are like, this is just, it looks boring. They're just like in black suits on a desert. Yeah. Those are not pictures from the movie. Those are just set pictures. So you're not going to know what it looks like. I think Dennis Villanueva did arrival and he did blade runner 2049, which I know some people don't like like a certain Canadian asshole I host a podcast with, but that's oh, that a, fucking Rush fan. That yeah. Rush fan doesn't like a, a um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, but that's a beautiful movie. So if it even looks a tiny bit like that, I'll be happy. 
It looks I, cool. I have I have loved all of his films that I've seen. Um, and just this past episode of ours, I I talked a lot about Blade Runner twenty forty nine and my experiences with it. Yeah, I'm gonna trust the guy, but I'll wait and see. I go in every movie hoping it's good. So I, I mean, he good. he certainly has a record now of tackling huge sci fi franchises and doing yeah, like, a pretty good job with it. So like, yep. I think it'll be good. So will you guys see Dune in theaters when it comes out on December 18th? Oh, yes, because that's going to be very close to my birthday. So I'll be celebrating my birthday in a theater with a mask on and hoping nothing happens. Stay safe, Jeff. Yeah, I'll risk it for Dune. (laughs) I I don't know if I will, but it is certainly the most tempting movie to want to see in theaters. Like, I can probably wait on Bill and Ted 2 or 3 and just see that on demand. Yeah. This is something I want to see on a giant screen. Even if yeah, I have I to, to fucking... buy five tickets to keep everyone away from it. <laughs> that's I a good idea. Feel the fucking, I want to feel the fucking rumbles. Like that, that's the thing that I don't experience at home watching movies is I don't have that kind of surround sound that just like, like you feel every fucking thing in the movie. Yeah. And that movie, Dune's going to have a ton of that shit. Like, the first time you feel the, the 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 worms moving underground or the thumping of the uh the, the I can't remember what it's called, so I'm just gonna call it the word the worm catcher. The thumper. <laughs> That's a I JP right, calls his hand the worm catcher. <laughs> no, I yeah, I need I need theater sound. I need a giant screen. I like sitting so close I gotta look around to see what's happening. So I've, Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. I've been using my VR headset for a while. And the one thing that I didn't think I was going to be impressed with when I got it was watching like movies on a big screen inside of it. Cause I'm just like, it can't be that great. Like whatever. And I've done it a couple of times now and I really like it a lot. Is this the thing where you like you're in like the VR has you in a movie theater? Yeah, you're in a theater and you're watching a 40 foot screen. And then I use my big old like headphones and connect them to it. So the sound's great. And it's, Oh, that's, that's it's pretty awesome, cool, dude. Yeah. Did you randomly from that, the corner of your eye see a, a lit up uh, cell phone? No, that's the best part, okay. too, is that there's nobody else in the movie theater. Well, we can all agree. Everything is better when no one else is involved. Absolutely. Dude. Oh. Let me just get you guys out of here. I'm just going to talk to <laughs> talk about friends for a while. <laughs> um, well, Jeff, I, 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 I want to hear a little bit about this. We always ask all of our guests and I want to know. What is your history with the Friends show? Oh, this should be good. I never watched Friends. <laughs> I had, um, I watched three episodes of Friends because I was trying to sleep with a girl. Oh, okay. Um, I think everyone in the world has been guilty, guilty of that one. Can I ask one. you a question about that, Jeff? Yes, it worked. Okay, <laughs> great. That was not what I was going to ask, but. All right, that's a wrap on the show, guys. <laughs> Were you watching them as you were pursuing this interest, or did you watch them like as research to have something to talk about? Oh, that's an excellent question. No, this was during the um, wooing of a lady. Right. The courting. Yeah. So you allowed them to be on because you knew that you weren't really going to be watching, you, you old guy. I, I <laughs> thought it was something we could possibly share together. Do you remember which episodes? Um, this is beautiful. I can tell you that one involved John what was, Lovitz. What was her name, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good episode. Yeah, that's not getting recorded, but 
<laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, the John Lovitz episode. John Lovitz, uh, something where Monica, I think, was working in a restaurant. She was trying to get hired by him. Okay. And he showed up high. Hi, Claire. And then two additional ones that I don't quite quite remember. Sure, sure. It did not stick out to me enough that I'm like, I should continue watching this show. <laughs> so that was, so you're, you wouldn't say you're a fan of the show, no, then? No, I, I am now someone who's seen four episodes, so count me in as someone that has watched the show. <laughs> and that's fine, and I'm not mad. Okay, good. <laughs> fine. It's like, a relig- it's like a religion to him, dude. You gotta be careful. Yeah. So, so do you just generally not like sitcoms or is there something about friends that you didn't No, like? I think I watched, I think we were talking about this possibly off the show where I think there was something else on. And I was saying to you or Nate that during this time, I watched a lot of the quote unquote black shows where it was, I watched Living Single, I watched yeah, Martin, we, I watched. We did talk about this. In Living Color, I watched all these shows, so Friends was something on possibly at the same time that I just did not watch because something else. I I had that same, like, it was just inexplicable, and I was left on my own devices, so my, anyone who would have, in a very, not meaning to be racist, but incredibly racist way, would have told me not to watch those shows, i.e. parents. I was watching Living Single and uh different world and in living color and martin like those shows were fucking yeah that's all that's all we watched during that time period and we didn't have nate you're a young boy so you might have always grown up with something to record shows or tivo or anything like that but kind of if you if you missed it you didn't watch it or you watch reruns seven months later it's also why Yep, this is why syndication was so fucking badass because we didn't have access to watching the shows yeah, otherwise. Sure. And then you come home and you've got like an hour block of The Simpsons after school, and then you've got Seinfeld and Living Sing or whatever the fuck. Like they, they syndicated Martin too. Like, yeah. And anyway, as everyone knows, I only watch I only watched shows with white people in them. So I, I it's lost it's it. canon for this. Yeah. You're, you're, you, although I will say your crush on Sinclair is really well placed. The ladies on that show, they were very good looking. Well, Nate, you grew up pretty much around where I did. So, did, were you past the age of having Channel 32 or Channel 50 in Chicago? So, when I was very young, I, I remember pre cable, like before there was cable, before we had cable. Um, I think the bigger thing is that my dad only watches three television shows. Mash. Mash. Okay, that's classic. Uh, Cheers. And All in the Family. Uh, four four fr- sh- shows. Uh, Mash, Cheers, Frasier, <laughs> Friend. Okay. okay? So those were the shows I watched growing up. That's the standard white folk fair. And I remember liking Cheers. I remember not liking Mash. I remember kind of liking Frasier. And then the one that stuck with me was Friends. Mm -hmm. And that was the one that, like, all my friends watched and everything. That was the one everybody talked about at school. So that was just the one that I stuck with. I was a pretty big Friends fan while it was airing. Now, I have a a little story to tell about that because it it always seems like when people say white people thing that no one else watches it. The other day, I saw a woman of color wearing a friend shirt. 
Oh, so yeah. I, those friends have spread far and so wide. I now, think baby. that might have just been. Yeah, a, no. Everybody can catch yeah, the clap. Yeah, there you go. That's, I, I call friends the clap because they clap during the <laughs> intro to the show. So I just have been referring to it. Everybody can get the clap. And that's hey, fine. And that's good everybody to Everybody get the clap. And we love that. Someone's making a t-shirt right now. <laughs> yep. That's, that yeah, should be a t-shirt. The last, the last t-shirt I pitched Jeff was in our last episode when Fisher Stevens was the guest star. He played a psychologist and he got really mad at Phoebe and he was like, all the friends running around me like, love me, love me, define me, define me. And I thought that should be on a t-shirt with me and John. I mean, that's what we do. That's what we're here for, folks. We are here to love you and to define you. <laughs> Thank God for your existence. Mm-hmm. So, um, guys, I think it's time we get into some of these questions. We pose. Uh, we asked for some questions on Twitter. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Chris White, put the fucking awesome sting right here, okay? Now it's time. Questions. Are you going to do it? Just let him do it, dude. I'm just giving him the kind of the outline for it, okay? Um, JP, do you have the questions? I do have the questions okay, right here. I don't have them. All right, I got it right here. Okay. A dog named Shampoodler asks, how do the Fremen of Arrakis wash their dishes? Don't say with sand. Now, I'm going to let Nate handle this one first because I think Nate's going to have a lot of insight into this question. Obviously, uh, they don't have water to wash dishes, so they don't have dishes. So everything has evolved into a sort of wrap-type economy of food. Nate, have you read Dune? I have. Jeff, Tell me how the Fremen of Iraq has washed their dishes, if not with sand. And Nate, yours is the number one answer right the now. The way they wash the dishes on Iraq is, is that there are certain people that wash the dishes for the tribe. And when they die, they are put in these juicers, basically, that ex- like they take out their liquid. And they use that to wash the dishes, and it's passed on to the next person. Oh, dishes are washed in yeah. Fremen. Oh, uh, okay. I can see that. I can see that. And that is what I, I was going to say. I have a different answer. I would say that because of the stilt suits, uh, wherein all of your bodily fluids are recirculated through, there's no need to eat. You just fucking subside off of your poop that's going through some tubes and then coming back into your tummy. So I don't think there's a need for dishes on Arrakis. JP, hey, have you read Dune? <laughs> I don't know what Dune is. I, li- I I I very much liked the uh, early the late nineties two thousands hyper pop group band Dune, but I don't think that's the same. You guys don't know no, Dune. I should oh, know my. this, and I don't. Um, band named Dune. Mm-hmm. Shampooler saying you can't use sand well, kind of eliminates how I would actually think, which is just them putting the plates out. The action. The actual answer would be sand. Yeah, you, they would just use the sand. It's a coarse material. You could like cut through like the grease with it and everything. It would actually be pretty effective. You know, Shampooler, this is twice now where you have given us questions where you didn't actually have all the information as to what the correct answer was. So, Shampooler, you're going to get canceled <laughs> if you keep this shit up. Dude. Check yourself, Shampooler. Don't fucking, don't make me bring back up your whole... Uh, uh, Darth Maul uh, not having legs thing because he fucking did by that point. Check and yourself, don't make me bro. bring up, don't make me bring up 
his brother. Nate, what's his brother's name? Savage Opress. Oh my God, it's such a good name. Let's talk about Friends, JP. How did they get that past the editors? I'm sorry. That's a great name. What are you talking about? It is. It is. It's a great name. I don't like you being sarcastic about Savage Opress. All right. All right. Here's a question. This one comes from our good friend. All right. I'm sorry. I thought that this was Nate. It's actually coming from Eli Hodap. Ah. And Eli is asking, how heavy is the crown now that Friendsman has become the premier podcast of Buzzcast? So, Nate, do you want to handle this one? Um, yes. I'll there's, a follow this up, one. there's a follow-up from our good friend Henry who asks, y'all are on Buzzcast now? That was excellent reading of Henry's tweet. It's exactly what he sounds Thank like. Thank you. <laughs> um, so what I'll say to Eli is that uh, we, we're not a Buzzcast podcast yet. Yet. Uh, and I'll say, I don't, I don't know if Buzzcast can afford us. You know what I mean, JP? I sent, I mean, I sent Franklin we're bringing in this spaghetti money. Our graph, our numbers graph, and it's just a line that goes straight up into the universe. Straight up, just like that. It broke straight through the up. website page and went through my computer. And I thought it oh was going to hurt my like, daughter. Like, like stonks? Yes. Um, like that meme. <laughs> like that big meme. Um, so, Eli, we're not a Buzzcast podcast yet. We're waiting for the call from Franklin. He hasn't even called us. Acting all high and mighty. I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the call from Moneybags Scott Aukerman, who's going to be like, "Boys, you got the goods." Careful, JP. Uh, so <laughs> my, my my no no my real response is: Listen, we are we are a humble humble small tiny operation podcast here. We we're mom and pop podcast. I'm the mom. JP's the pop. Right, it's true. I pop all the time. Um, (laughs) that was the sound of one man popping we respect Uh, we respect those who came before us we 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 honor bugmane and his podcast company and we we can only pray that they humbly ask us to be a part of their uh label company podcast group uh because it's a good group it is a good group, Jeffy. You guys are well, you guys are Buzzcast, aren't oh, you? Oh, Jeff, you're I Buzzcast. We're in the original three, actually. So we're so you could. Uh, I think you are. You yeah, make a phone call for us, maybe. Mm, if you know people I'll in high places, let's get Franklin on the line. Let's get Franklin on the phone here. No, no, no. He's in Florida. That's low places. I was thinking Dicky. He's up in Canada. That's like way higher than where I am. You could talk to Chid. He has some pull now. <laughs> According to Chid, he has mm. some pull. According to Chid. Well, that's what Chid told me. <laughs> I like that. All part. right. All right. All right. So Jeff's going to put in a good word for us. Do, do one more question, JP. We got to talk about friends. I don't know what that is. Oh, man. We've got some good ones here. All right. I'm just going to shout out to Migusto Carne. He had a good one. Cody. Nate's nemesis, Cody. Cody's back with another trick, question. dude. Cody's a trick and a mark. <laughs> Um, all right. We got a question here from Henry, but I don't think Jeff, it's to Jeff directly, but I don't think Jeff actually is going to know the answer. But Jeff, Henry asks, how does Jeff feel about when Richard shaves off the mustache? I need to know who Richard is. So Jeff. Ah, Richard. Richard is a friend's character. He's a a friend's. He's, he dates Monica. Okay. And who is he played by? Magnum P.I. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he's also Monica's father's best friend. Mm-hmm. And has known her since she was a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uses, and slamming. uses that information to uh, sleep with her. That's not very nice. I, you're making... Yeah, it sounds really nefarious when you tell it. And, you know, when what Henry's talking about is one time he shaves his mustache. I think the real question is, Jeff, would you still be in love with Magnum P.I.? No, I don't think anyone mustache? was. I actually know a little bit about Magnum P.I.'s mustache. Go off, King. Okay, we've got a hot scoop here <laughs> now, from there Jeff. there are two perfect Jeff, mustaches ahead. in the world. One is Henry Cavill's. The second would be um, Tom Selleck's mustache. And he worked forever, and then he shaved his mustache because he thought he was too tied up with it. And after that happened, yeah. he didn't work for, I think, about five years until he grew a mustache back and said, um, Hey, guys. And now you all of a sudden he's been on the same cop show for i think like 10 15 years blue blood oh, his mustache yeah. has his mustache this episode of friends been brought to you by spaghetti and blue bloods no no we did not take that money i can assure you but we did take money from spaghetti spaghetti do you like spaghetti how how about meatball spaghetti get it mm. so that is a perfect yes, mustache there are three, i may mm-hmm. i might have so, made a small mistake there are three perfect mustaches Henry Cavill. Yeah. Tom Selleck. Okay. And Sam Elliott. Thank you. I was just about oh, to Oh, Sam Elliott is once the that mustache. Sam Elliott's uh, mustache is Henry Cavill's mustache's father. And um, <laughs> one of my favorite shows in the world is called Justified, and Sam Elliott is on it. Yes. I haven't gotten and to him yet in the show. It's, it's the final it. season. Yeah. And it's, it is it's good. It's good. Boy, that show really Best sneaks up on you, doesn't so much, it? And his mustache does not make an appearance, and it is—it takes away so much that That's you're sad. looking at his lip all the time, going, "What happened?" Yeah, yeah. Where is it? Also, now, also I will say kind of a about, power move. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a mistake. I think it's an attempted power move that just doesn't seem to pay off for these gentlemen. You're going to say that to his um, face, JP? Is his mustache going to be on at the time? <laughs> um I was going to say that uh, I there is a movie from Tom Selleck's unmustached years called Folks that no one seems to have seen and I've seen it a bunch of times cuz we had HBO growing up and HBO will have like 20 movies that they play for the month and they just play them nonstop so I saw this movie like like a dozen times and it's one of those movies where inexplicably they take the main character who's really nice and then just fucking torture him. Oh, wow. Like, he looks And weird. I don't mean, you know, it's, it's bad. He doesn't have the mustache. And also he, through the course of the movie, loses several toes and, uh, and also uh, oh. breaks both of his testicles. Um, That's funny. In, 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 in a comedy? So really good movie. Um, Tom Selleck, don't lose the mustache. Don't make folks too. You're doing okay. I mean, you're a conservative POS, but that mustache, dude, it's a good mustache. Yeah, he also stole a bunch of water for his avocado farm or whatever. What a piece. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Respect the mustache. Oh, I'm seeing him here in a in a hospital bed with his groin bandaged up. Yeah, okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. No, he falls he falls off the roof of out of a window 
of a skyscraper and then lands on a flagpole and his nuts get destroyed. That's funny. Because Is avocado it's funny. water it's theft a, a problem in California? California, maybe. Well, Tom Selleck, was, yeah, but I do, I do think the story is literally he was like driving a giant water tank up to a fire hydrant and like stealing a bunch of water for his avocado <laughs> trees or whatever. I, I, I Tom I Selleck is about that. But Tom Selleck is siphoning crazy. water from all those pool shaped like dollar signs from his rich neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little political here. I was told that all these people that use recyclable straws to save the environment love almond milk and avocados, and those are two of the worst crops you can ever imagine for the environment right now. Yeah, all these fucking uh, almond milk assholes are really... They're trying to save the world. Turns out you're fucking breaking it, you almond milk dicks. I subsist (laughs) on dolphin meat, which I find to be the most ethical choice. It's fucking delicious, yeah. and it squeaks when if you bite it. If they were so it. smart, yeah. they would have grown fingers by now. Um, exactly. Fuck it, exactly, dude. I wouldn't be eating them right hey, now if hey, they buddy. were so smart. <laughs> Look at me in my car with a gun. What the fuck have you got, dolphins? JP, should we talk about friends? Nate, what I'd like <laughs> oh to talk God. about is... Uh... Creeping me out, JP. <laughs> No, I would like to talk about the one with the candy hearts. This was an emotional episode. I don't think that's true. It it was. It was. It was. uh, (laughs) It pulled on your heartstrings a little bit towards the end. Oh boy! And Jeff, did you have any familiarity with these secondary and tertiary characters who are not? I knew who Janice was as soon as she laughed, and I said, "Oh my god!" Okay, this is. I think this is the first episode where we get Janice and unleashed. Jeffrey? Just full on Janice. Yes, Jeffrey Gibson, you you watch your tone when you talk about Janice on this podcast. Do you understand we me? We Stannis, Janice. Mm-hmm. I am in love with Janice, especially after this episode. I, I want her to smack me gently on the face and tell me to call her because I'm in love Have with her. Have you ever heard anyone talk and you just... Do that thing where you grab your nose and blow really hard with your mouth closed so you can't hear it. <laughs> Come on, dude. What are we talking about? Everybody. Like, we're talking about humanity here. Everybody sucks. Everybody sucks. So why don't we just, why don't we just pick someone who, who like, there's an obvious thing that sucks about them. And then we can just forget about that and, like, focus on what a cool, funny person <laughs> she is. Wow. Oh, wow. The dedication of your sentence wow, kind of ended with you laughing at the end. But um, if you love her, that's that's what's important. My theory about Janice is that, you know how at the end of Seinfeld, we find out that um, the Seinfeld people are kind of unreliable narrators oh, yes. and everybody hates them. My theory is that this, that's the same this thing is with awesome friends, but we just never find out. And so we're only seeing Janice through the eyes of like six people that hate her and constantly make fun of her. I Nate, I watched this episode with that in mind. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, Janice is just a really nice person. Yeah, she is. I, 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 I'm, I'm fully on board with this theory. I think it is the, it is the first new theory about friends in like 20 years. And you came up with it, my friend. And it is a brilliant theory. And and Jeff, I get it. I get it. She's annoying. She is. I get it. it wow, it's a Jeff. Joke, but... Okay. Why do you, Jeff? Do you hate women? Yes. 
<laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> that did not go the way I thought box. it was going to go. We got it on tape. Wow. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. We got folks. it on the record. <laughs> got me. <laughs> Nailed no, his ass. It was, it was simply, I'm sure she's a but, lovely person, but sometimes there's people that have laughs that are very loud, and some people have squeaky voices, and you just hope you can get past that and accept who they are. And I'm sure Janice is a lovely person. You have a very... You have a very Joey attitude towards Janice, Jeff, because Joey... Uh, yeah, it, it didn't seem like a lot Jeff. of people uh, could. Well, later in the season, there's there's a, there's a period where Chandler dates her pretty seriously, and... Uh, Fucking spoilers, dude. Joey's gotta, Joey's gotta make an attempt to like her. Where's all that noise coming? Nice. Nice, dude. Nice. Okay, that's awesome. Jeff That's awesome. is having um, legal drugs delivered to him right now. Oh, don't snitch no, on him. You put I'm a note up so he wouldn't snitch, dude. Uh, delivered to me, so I have to go get them. In the last episode, Jeff, we did the questions, and Jeff just went to go get drugs. And then... I uh, did. J- oh, hi, Jeff. And then JP's... Uh, hey, buddy. Technology limitations reared their ugly heads. And so now we're back. We're re-recording um, the second part of the episode. JP's mouthing words at me. JP, do you have something you want to say? No, no, not a group. No, no, Mm-mm, nothing. Are Look, you sure? as, I to- as I told it on Twitter, uh, Henry is mad at you for the batteries of your device running out. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Um. So Jeff, welcome. You welcome have back. Oh, hi, hi everybody. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm having a lovely time. Jeff, anything going on since we last recorded with you? Oh no, no, nothing, <laughs> nothing much. <laughs> oh, um, Jeff has Jeff has a World War II army helmet on right now, and there are, <laughs> he's um, hiding in his bunker. Fires outside have, his window that I can see. Yeah. Jeff, we got some protests Jeff going on Wisconsin. outside of my house. I'm in Wisconsin. I'm in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He is in Kenosha. Now, Jeff, I I really yeah. appreciated you sharing the flip side, the uh, showing that people, the community was coming together to rebuild and repaint things. And yeah, those were nice pictures that, was, that you sent it's, us. It's, and that's not getting any coverage either. Of course, no, not at all. Didn't see it once on the news. Didn't see anything in the newspaper, even the local one. So. It's out there. It's happening. It was a beautiful experience going, and I may have teared up a little bit. Oh, you're a big softy, Jeff. Jeff, can I check one thing with you real quick? Do you like me? Ah, boy. (laughs) You two both did did frozen face so well that I was convinced my internet had dropped again. (laughs) That's what I thought. Yeah, I was was being dramatic. (laughs) I'm a... I'm a big fan of Nate. I I love recording with Nate. I love talking with Nate. I consider Nate a good pal. Please, Jeff, you honor me. You honor me, buddy. I consider you a good pal. That's a running I joke, thought it though, was... right? Everyone always asks you if you like them. Yeah, that's kind of how it's come off too much, but I like 90% of the people. That's... I tolerate 10. There we go. I despise but I do not register them as human beings. There we go. Uh, hence, hence they're not being included in the 100% math of people. 
This is an additional oh, 3% yes. of people who don't count as people. Yes, exactly. That makes sense. Avatars it's a good policy, Apple. dude. You got you got to have a little <laughs> bit of hate in your heart if you want to be able to love. Yeah, that's how it works. There's got to be bad things so you can enjoy the good. That's true. That's very true. Um, do well, I? Gotta... Oh, I'm trying no, please, to think. Jeff, go ahead. Do I hate Nate? Have I ever had a fight with Nate? No. Doesn't seem likely. Nate is so no. affable all the time, and I like, try to be. You are. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I don't know anybody that has a negative thing to say about you. And I couldn't, I, I would seriously doubt anyone that did. Well, this is an excellent time to bring this up in the recording that we lost, which I still have my part to. We could listen to that. In the recording that we lost, I snapped at JP because he was, he was joking too hard for me and my tiny brain <laughs> couldn't take it. And I said, JP, shut the hell up and let me talk. And uh, it wasn't like that. No, it was it was an important step for our podcast relationship. (laughs) Folks, I am awful to work with, awful to live with. Uh, Claire is a saint as well. I I I just think of the jokes and I throw them in. And if you're in the middle of like telling me a heartbreaking personal story that you've never shared with anyone and you give some (laughs) kind of little leeway to be like. Like, and then I can be like, <laughs> but, and like, I'm just going to do it. And it's awful. And Nate had his first experience of me not shutting the fuck up and listening to him. And I got, a, I got, a, I got whacked on the snoot with the newspaper. I, it, and that's okay, JP. It's that's okay. It, it, and I'm you know, sure it's going to happen to me at some point in the future too. I'm sure well, you're going to whack I mean, I see the difference is I like you, so I would never do that to you. And I did receive the uh, injunction. It was a cease and desist. It was not. We haven't filed legal action yet, but yeah, cease and desist on smacking JP on the nose with the newspaper. And I'm sorry. And I give you the one required. I'm sorry that I still love you. I love you so much. I'm glad we talked this out, man. I feel even closer to you now. Jeff, I love you too. Just to let you know, I love you, and I'm in love with you, and you honor me. Aw. Well, I feel. I feel blessed, and I love both of you. I love John more. Only because me and you are constantly fighting. And that's why you keep asking me if I like you or not. Because of the <laughs> constant fights that I am in no way aware of. I'm wondering if I'm making too many references towards 80s television shows. No, oh, they work for me. No, I think references to them are fine. You just have to be, uh, you just have to know that I'm only going to nod and say, yeah, because. I, no, I, I, I actually call no Nate familiarity out on this at one with point. them. It's Nate. Nate wants to make you feel comfortable, so if he doesn't get your reference, he'll just be like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Nate, you, grew, wanna... you grew up with cable, right? Did we have this yeah. discussion? Yeah, for a very, and that, yeah, we did record that discussion. We got you talking about Martin and uh, Living Color and everything. Um, I, I remember getting cable, so before we got cable, I remember the, you know, network television when I was real little, and then, and then yeah, we did get cable. I thought maybe some references you don't get towards older television shows is perhaps you did not grow up watching the reruns of shows. Right. Um, yeah, no, I didn't because, because by the time we got, by the time they were all in syndication and rerunning and everything, we had cable for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You missed um, out. I missed out. But Hey, if you, if you go cheers, I know cheers. I watched a lot of cheers. I watched a lot of Frasier. Yeah, that we're that that whole NBC like dominated comedy for like fifteen years with 
uh, Cos- TV? Cosby Show, <laughs> and then with uh, Cheers, Frasier, Friends, um, Seinfeld, Seinfeld. That's it. That's Mad all about Boo. NBC had Must See TV, and ABC had You Can Watch It If You Want. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. ABC had the uh, Friday Night uh, Family Matters hour block. Oh, they did. ABC, I forget what it was called, but the ABC Friday night was like Full House, Family Matters, the one with the the, the the two families merged together, but it wasn't the Brady Bunch, but it was basically the new Brady Bunch. Family Matters is Urkel? Yes, sir. Yes, right. And and Urkel is on is on psych recurring. And Jaleel White is a oh, yeah, handsome, handsome man, and he was robbed of a beautiful career because because of Urkel. Have you guys seen the the Key and Peele Family Matters sketch? I don't think so. Really? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I've seen only two episodes of Key and Peele. I will catch up on it someday. It's a very good show. I really like show. Key and Peele. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, there's a Family Matters sketch that is kind of a true story, and I'm sure you guys know about this because you know about Family Matters, is that like it wasn't conceived as the Urkel show. Oh, Urkel yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, right, right. And there's a sketch where um, Carl Weathers is the name of the actor. Yes. No. No. Carl Winslow. Carl. Carl, Carl Winslow, Winslow is the character. Johnson. Reg- Reginald Vale Johnson. Reginald Vale Johnson. Reginald Vale Johnson bursts into the producer's office and says, "Like, this is fucked up. I'm a Shakespearean actor, and you're throwing this Urkel character into our good show." <laughs> And then, like, Urkel, like, appears out of the darkness and starts threatening him. It's really, really funny. I will check that out. My favorite of their, one of my favorite of their their sketches is the uh, Gremlins 2 pitch meeting. Yep. That I did. (laughs) Especially if you've seen Gremlins 2 and it's like, no, that's some, oh my God, that's also in the movie. There's a gremlin. It's made of vegetables. I don't know why. See, do you think there's an age thing with that too? Because that whole lineup, I remember Perfect Strangers. Mm-hmm. I watched Perfect oh, Strangers. Yeah, sure. yeah, Perfect Strangers was part of that and lineup too. Dinosaurs and maybe two other shows. And that new Brady Bunch was one of them, but I dropped out with Full House and whatever the step other one was. Step by step, I think that one yeah, was step called. By step, step by step. step. I remember watching but, that. But. No, 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 Jeff. It did the same thing that the Disney Afternoon did, if you recall this, where the original lineup of Disney Afternoon was DuckTales, Rescue. Oh, Tailspin. no, no. Let me start. Tailspin, DuckTales, Rescue Rangers, and then uh, I forget was what the first fourth one was, but Darkwing Duck came after yeah. that. And then every subsequent year, they'd drop whatever the first show was and they'd bring in a new one. So like later seasons, it had Goof Troop and uh, that stupid fucking Ocelot that was a yep, cop. dropped out of that. There's there's my cutoff. And then I think, I think if I'm right, after Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, DuckTales... That's when Tiny Toons came out and Animaniacs, and then I was on the Warner Brothers side. Yep, yep. So Tiny Toons, so that was like a block that went till like five, and then Tiny Toons was on at five, yeah. East Coast. And it was Did fucking you guys so amazing. See the thing about the Animaniacs I retweeted this morning? No. Can't say that I did. I'm trying to find it here. It was basically, it was an article that said uh, Animaniacs deemed too sexy for a streaming service. Oh, probably the fingerprints joke. The fingerprints joke. No, the other thing in Animaniacs was the the furry who was a mink, and she, like, every episode started with, like, a silhouette of her bathing. And it was like... What the... 
stop awakening things in young John. Nona. Yeah, one of the funny things about Animaniacs is one of those things where you look back at things a lot more fondly. And I remember watching Animaniacs, and there was it was great until they threw in some section of like one little thing where like a little kid and their dog were. I want to say no. Goodfellas was awesome. Good feathers. Good feathers. Good but feathers. Like yeah, rewatching that, I'm glad I could fast forward through some of it. But if, if uh, I'm, sure, it back, I'm sure there's some stuff me, that fucking sucks. Allow me to brag one more time. I did tweet once that uh, the Hollywood Handbook Boys were uh, just like the Animaniacs. Uh, Hayes is Yakko, Sean is Wacko, and Kevin is Dot. And Sean <laughs> did talk about it on the Beautiful. show. Can I tell? Should we talk about friends? We no, Jeff, you, friends you, you go. You tell oh, Jeff. Something. What you I'll tell something. Jeff, Maybe Nate remembers this, but back in the time of uh, Tiny Toons and Animaniacs, that there was a show on Channel 32 in Chicago, and it was called The Co Zone. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, and I think it was just like an intern or somebody that worked at the station that they brought on as like a host for the cartoons. And the guy's name is Rich Coase, and now he's Svengooly, and is apparently huge. Rich, Rich Coase, and it was called the Co Zone. Chicago memories. I mean, if I had a fucking cool name like that, I would definitely. I would everywhere I went, I'd be like, "Uh oh, ladies, hope you brought your jackets because it's now the Co Zone." <laughs> I don't remember oh, this guy. Um. Jeff, you might have, you, you, well, yeah, you possibly could have seen the, um, the segment of the TV show that I was on when I was a kid that was Baby Seinfeld. Uh, you've told me, and I think I've watched this, but I did not see this live. I'm sorry, I, I do yeah, not remember right, right. from my youth Baby Seinfeld. There's, there's a chance just because I think it was only broadcast oh. in the Midwest, honestly. Um, but yeah, uh. Maybe I'll watch some of uh, the Ozone <laughs> later. Yeah, and I see Sven Gulli. You might see me in the background when he went to Great America. <laughs> that was my claim to fame. You had Baby Seinfeld. Okay. I had an episode of the Ozone. Also, two episodes of the Bozo Show. Great Thank America. You yeah. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. You know what I call the Bozo Show? is uh, it's, it's Washington, D.C. Because... Uh, yep. It's a bunch of fucking clowns <laughs> down there, and Go. the White House is basically the <laughs> yes. big top, and yes. it's because yes. that's a circus, and there's fucking clowns all over that place, JP, just like when Jeff bitch. was on Bozo. JP's going twice. Off. That was so if you want dude. more hot political takes, please follow me at JP underscore Pumpkin Ninny. And JP, you've been on TV, right? Eh, once, twice, a couple times. Once or twice. You know. I believe uh, John Oliver made you look like a fool. He made me look great. Okay, that was fucking weird when when I started, my phone started blowing up from a million people uh, tending to, like, hey, hey, you're on last week tonight right now. <laughs> I, I don't think I am. <laughs> All right, so Friends episode 14. We've talked about this already, but we're going to talk about it again. I don't recall us ever talking. This is the one with the candy hearts. Mm-hmm. JP, I know you were drunk out of your mind last time or whatever. Um, wow. And we start we start hanging out with the boys, just Joey and Chandler and Ross chilling together. 
trying to pick up a girl from Ross's building. Right? <laughs> you, you, hey, I don't know. You're telling us. This is the egg one, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's the egg. <laughs> I just thought I you were flying solo here. About the egg. I'm no, 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 Nate. I've got my notes. If you want, I can, I can, I can take structural lead. I had been hosting. You, I, I yeah, had been go hosting ahead. This. I had go ahead, JP. But what did you think about the egg? The egg technique. So I personally, I thought it was a clever line as an, as an entry point. Now I don't do that. And I, I, I have been mocked by regular people a lot because I find this kind of behavior to be stupid. I mean, if you want to strike up a conversation, strike up a conversation, you don't need some fucking gimmick. Finding a, finding a reason to go talk to a yeah, woman. You're just go up yeah, and right. introduce yourself. Um, that being said, I thought this was clever because he had borrowed an egg and now he had an egg. And, um, that I was quickly informed was not the case. It's fucking creepy. So said Claire, uh, who said, no, I'm just going to be sitting there in a coffee shop thinking, where the fuck did this guy get an egg? Yeah. And, 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 and although this is old ground that we rehash, we're rehashing now, they don't cook anything there. Why do and, they and, have an egg in Central and of Park? of course, you're wrong. They do yeah. throw a food stuff at each other in this episode. A like roll, we discovered they before. They purchased rolls from fucking, uh, 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 Cisco. Oh. Cisco. Cisco. Thank you. This week's friends been brought to you by Cisco. Do you need a half ton bag of chicken fingers? Call Cisco. Um, and, and jokes aside, I'd really like to thank our sponsor this week. Uh, <laughs> spaghetti with meatball. Um, spaghetti with meatball, right? Yes, I, I, yes. I had the opportunity to try this out last night. Oh, you they, try spaghetti. They sent, they, everything came in one package. Uh, multiple one packages, and they sent you a bag of spaghetti. Well, I got spaghetti, and then I also got a separate package of of what they call spaghetti sauce. So that was interesting. And then, oh, the red stuff, the red stuff. Yeah. So it was like it, I would say it's a little bit like a, uh, it's like an Italian ketchup. I think there's really like I think they That's really fair. hit it with Italian seasoning, which That's is fair. honestly my favorite spice is Italian seasoning. Um, it just, I don't know, I think it comes from a, the bark of an Italian tree or something, but it's you know really how good. I give things Italian seasoning, JP, I hold my armpit over the pot and I just give it a little scratch like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, but, but I will tell you, the, the meatball, I really think it was the star of the show. Now, I, I drip it in, I drip it in sweat into sauce. Oh no, Nate, even if it's your people. Those are my people. I'm allowed to talk like that. My grandma talks like that. I'm allowed to talk like that. We can't verify it. Now, Jeff, what did you think of the uh, the egg the egg pickup um, line? I think perhaps he was nervous and he just needed some kind of in, and he went the he stretched that out as far as humanly possible and went for that. I can tell you previously he on did. Friendsmen. I don't know if this is left in, but there may have been this time. It was my delivery of drugs. Um, which might happen mm-hmm. again in this episode. We'll see. <laughs> I just got a message saying leaving in three minutes, but my phone's messing up right now. So if I yes. can't text you, could you keep an eye out? Keeping an eye out. Jeff has a problem. <laughs> Jeff has a problem and he needs drugs to so record this podcast. What happened drug related <laughs> awesome. was I may have smoked a marijuana drugs. I I think I'm you looking at two people just right one. now that have been rolling marijuana and possibly just taking a hit off of some large black machine. What is that? <laughs> that's just my vape. That's that's my rig for just getting the old that's, 
not even not even it's like the lowest possible nicotine that's jp's smoke machine that's a smoke robot oh i like i like to have fog for our our audio uh, (laughs) our audio uh, podcast here just People can feel it. Yeah, I feel more goth when I have like a rolling yeah. fog also, coming out. So. He's recording this at a cemetery wearing his slipknot t shirt. Is that that's not a goth band? I was just picturing black. Um oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's not a t shirt. I have a <laughs> slipknot t shirt tattoo on my whole body. It's all yeah. one um, big tattoo. It so just the looks like a last television show I watched was uh this friends episode that involved this egg. And then I smoked marijuana and i finished um watching the hbo show watchmen where the entire last two episodes all involved an egg oh my god yep and also that that's some shit to be high for when they're just like and look at this big reveal (laughs) i'm an egg which i don't know if you saw that's basically how that show ended but you made my joint. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ghostbusters! Oh. You Ghostbusters did. Yeah, it was it was an incredible thing that's that cool. tied everything together, and that's my egg story. Well, that's pretty cool. They say that the simulation is real. My thought on the egg situation is that it is inappropriate to try to date a woman that lives in your apartment building. I completely. This is agree. the equivalent of. Uh, are, and if oh, anyone well, like dating someone you work with too close, exactly, it is, it is, and, and it's just and a bad idea. It is absolutely, and there's weird dynamics to the whole thing. And honestly, if any of my friends, American or Canadian, were trying to date someone in their building, I'd have a problem with it. I'd have and to not, take them aside, sit them down, say, "Hey, not, I don't care about braces, okay? You can't date someone that lives I don't in your think building." Of Canadians as living in buildings more of like hobbit holes spread out throughout the country. Yeah. <laughs> High up in trees, they build nests in trees. That sounds um, right. N- not only is it inappropriate, okay, but now Ross is the guy in the building who seduced his neighbor and got her oh. attacked by a monkey. And she's going to tell everyone in the building about that, and that he is keeping a monkey in his in his his apartment, which I'm sure violates his leasing agreement. Mm, record scratch. Isn't the woman getting attacked by the monkey who's played by Jan in the next episode? Oh, shit. Wow. Shit. Anyway, folks, this has been Pod uh, <laughs> Friendsmen. Not anymore. I don't fucking care what it is anymore. It's done. This was this was a failure. Everyone fucking just flush it. Flush it now. We're shutting I it I went down. into the next episode, Well, Jeff. when you have to watch things on a streaming service, doesn't it all blend together? Yeah. It kind of does. It That's the does. bug lady. That's the bug lady. JP. This is the bug lady. That's the bug lady. This one is the woman who lives in the apartment. Um, she likes his egg, and she said something along the lines of, "Yeah, baby, don't me. Oh my up god, with your eggs? Yeah, I don't remember." So, JP, what happens next in the episode? Well, this is an episode that's a little heavy with a character I like to call a Janice. Joey and Chandler have a double date. Joey and Chandler have a double date now. And who does who does Joey who does who does, who does Joey bring for Chandler guy? to date? I think I think I don't think that it's, it's Joey is going to bring it. He's going to bring in his girlfriend, and he's going to bring in another single lady for uh, his friend Chandler to date. And uh, and and Jeff Jeff, who does she bring for Chandler? Who does I believe she bring that would Chandler be to date? Uh, my favorite person on Friends, Janice. 
Yes, dude. You are Take speaking two. to the right crowd. He Just my fight, it right. My fight we uh, in the last episode was the fact that I didn't like Janice. But that's just her character. The actress, I don't know anything exactly. about. And, and she's wonderful. Um, I think, I, I, so I, I, I want to give full credit to this. Nate has created a situation that has made this show more fun to watch, which is in relating back to the Seinfeld finale, in which it's revealed that, in fact, they were unreliable narrators and everybody fucking hated them. We are seeing that in real time with Janice, who actually is just fucking nice and pleasant and affectionate and And seems like a really nice lady. But we're seeing it through the perspective of these shitty people who think she's bad because she has a annoying to them laugh. And it's a it's a thing that happens with almost every friends group is that like you like each other so much that you start acting annoying with each other. And other people who aren't in your group find your group annoying, even though it's perfectly acceptable to act that way in your group. No one's invited to the Buglings anyway, you jerks. I wasn't specifically referencing the Buglings. Jeff needs five minutes. That's totally cool. We'll pad. We'll pad. We'll pad. We're going to bring all your friends in here and tell us how your uh, actions (laughs) are affecting us. But they, maybe they did. Who knows? <laughs> right. But I mean, but like the structural narrative of like police and fire. Look, I fucking love firefighters. Totally I also wrong. think it's just like kids like cop cars and fire trucks. Yeah, and kids like, are fucking stupid. I agree. Kids nope. are fucking dumb. I apologize. We're talking about Paw Patrol, Jeff. Copaganda. Oh. Oh, I'm not saying that anymore. Yeah. We're talking jerks. about how they're making my daughter automatically respect dogs dressed as cops. Well, I burnt all my Paw Patrol Good man. Ways. Good man. It's a round of applause for Jeff. I have a bonfire in and we'll, my backyard we'll talk about, that has been going on. We'll talk on. about why you have Paw Patrol toys later, but keep going. Yeah. Um, I have a big bonfire in my backyard. It has been burning since 2017. I have all my Harry Potter scarves. Oh, no. Yep. Good. Good job. Don't want to be a turf. Um, Don't want to be a turf. Who else got Harry Potter's canceled. Mm-hmm. Joey. Um, you have all your Joey posters out there. You're a bigot, Harry! I have... Oh, no. <laughs> I, have, oh, no. Uh, I have my Dunstan checks in. Is that oh, my um, God. Joey? <laughs> no, you know what? Dunstan um, checks in is a John... Seinfeld movie. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I cannot believe the... He just threw down his microphone and you want to talk about mvp we're here to talk about mvp but we will not be discussing dunstan checks in and fucking costanza oh we got rid of costanza oh my goodness where were we jp we're talking about janice and the double date and the disgusting woman that joey brings to the restaurant oh let's 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 get into it let's talk about this uh this storyline so so nate you seem to have an unsurprising misogynistic take on this woman now is this because she didn't show her nipples or (laughs) well you see jp if i allowed this woman to act the way she act acted without (laughs) calling her disgusting that would be true misogyny wow i'm actually holding her on an equal scale to every other human being that i know on this planet and Mm -hmm. When a human being talks about, at dinner, mind you, at a dinner table, talks about jerking someone off with their monkey toes, 
uh-huh. and then licking chocolate mousse off of somebody until they barf. That's disgusting behavior, JP. Look, and Joey I... is canceled for dating a disgusting woman. Right. Well, you heard her here, folks. Joey is canceled. And Nate is kink shaming. Vomit yes. Play? Yes, he is. That shit's gross, dude. And dude, a bottle. I don't appreciate I agree. that. I'm with Jeff. Look, I might. I might. The entire purpose of quote unquote sex is to spew bodily fluids on each other. Okay. Why can't that be vomit? Hey. I agree. All right. Well, all right. We solved that one. We solved <laughs> that one. Changed my mind. <laughs> Nate, if you want to vomit more, I know a guy that will pay for a video. That's cool. Yeah. How much? <laughs> Ten bucks. I don't puke a lot. I'm not really a puker. When I was a kid, I never puked. I puked like once. And then, uh, like, I, I obviously puked more when I was in high school and college drinking and everything. But, like, I hate it. I don't like it. It's in my nose. I don't think anyone is supposed to enjoy it. That's your body saying this. But like people talk about it like, oh, I feel so much better after I puke. And I'm like, I'm not I don't care. I'm still I would rather just feel bad and not puke than puke and feel better. You never had a tough day and just (laughs) stuck your finger down your throat to make yourself just to feel anything. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) if I run out of of weed, I'm definitely like, well, at least I can make myself vomit. Definitely gets the endorphin. All right, now, now I'm just going to jump in with this, but then you guys were having good dialogue, so I'm just saying, is this a thing? I'm not a player, I just puke a lot? That's something. Is that, you got to work right. something. Go back yep. to the lab yep. with it, but it's definitely All something. Right. All right, it's the beginning. We got a good recipe base going. That's the beginning. That's the that, egg. That is, oh, the, uh, God, this fucking egg motif. Will- Nate, the one with the <laughs> egg motif. That's what this episode's going to be, okay? <laughs> Turning into an egg. Now, have you, as as the two biggest Friends fans in the world, have you ever hit on a woman by saying, how are you doing? Not, oh, not earnestly, no. I think I have. Oh, Nate. But let me put it, let me, let me, t- let me explain, let me explain. I guess earnestly, this doesn't count. Well, I think it does kind of count as earnestly. So, I was flirting with a girl in junior high who was a equally as big Friends fan. How old were you at the time? I was also oh. in junior high. Junior okay, high. okay. Just making sure. <laughs> he was the peak. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I said was. I, I said was. Flirting. was. I was flirting with one of my students in junior high. Shut up, JP. <laughs> this was last week. I was flirting with a girl in junior high uh, who was also a fan of Friends. And like, I'm sure I said how you doing to her in a way that like was really flirting, even though I was kind of being sarcastic. So I I think my answer is yes for that question. You know what? Good move. It's just like the egg. You used a common interest as an end to start up a conversation. Yes. And now you two are married with a child. Another on the way. way, Yeah. No, no, no. Nikki, you could have done better. That line wasn't that smooth. Although I bet I, I will say this. If she if she ever heard this, I bet she would know who she is, who I'm talking. I'm not going to say her name or anything, but I bet she would know who she is because doxer doxer. We did it. We 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 flirted through friends references a couple of times. Let me put it that way. Did you buy a monkey to impress her? No, no, I'm afraid of monkeys. Did you did you did you vomit on her? (laughs) 
Probably not. <laughs> okay, that's that's probably better. That's more of an intimate thing. If if I did, it it wouldn't have been like a sexual thing. It would have been like Middle, yeah, I had mi- drinking too much. Yeah, middle schoolers should not be vomiting on each other. They're too young for that. So Joey leaves with this disgusting woman to go have sex in a pile of chocolate pudding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the girls, the friends, girls, JP, I'm sorry, I'm going to move us along here, are talking about their ex-boyfriends, uh, Pete the Weeper, Howard the I Win guy, who shouts I Win when he comes. Oh, God, are we going through this again? What do you guys shout when you no. orgasm? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, mine was, um... No, 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 um, just say what, just say what's in your heart right now. Oh, that uh, the Jeff, extended right Batman now you're coming. Superman DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. You yell Martha. Is, yeah, I yell Martha. And and you're, when you're, you're letting late. them kill her. Ah! <laughs> oh, no, that's horrible. I like that Nate's answer was him screaming, "Jeff, you're coming." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't remember my original answer, so I'm going to go with uh, at that moment of pure bliss. I put on my best Toad voice, and I'm like, "I'm the best." That's good. Yeah. Yep. I feel like JP goes into like Foghorn Leghorn mode when he when he's coming. And he, I, say, <laughs> oh I, say, I say, I say, I say, I say, I say, I <laughs> say. That's the right? Texan in me. It's the Texan right? in me. That's how we all talk. Um, all right. So, so and as their- always, JP, I shout Wahoo like Mario. Wahoo! Wahoo! Let's um, go! Let's go! The, the mushroom cake. Oh, oh no! That's oh, good. No. That's good. I'm sorry, JP. You Thank were moving you. us along. No, no, no. I was going to say. So they have the they have the bonfire. <laughs> they so to burn I was hoping their, to get their, their Nate's like, stuff. guys. I'm going to move it forward to the one thing I want to focus on, and then just stay there for well, a very uncomfortable period orgasm, of time. Orgasm, dude. It's important. We should ask every guest that, honestly. <laughs> Right. James Lipton. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my God! So, so, so the lady storyline is. Kind what of is dis- your least favorite thing to shout when you come? <laughs> oh God! R.I.P. A real one. Um. No. So the the ladies have a separate storyline. I think it's kind of a shitty stereotype storyline. Like, oh, the Lonely Hearts Club women are kind of burning a bonfire uh, on Valentine's Day. To, Interesting. To- That's incredibly misogynistic, JP. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But hey, at least the hot firefighters show up. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and they're hot. And they're firefighters. What happens with that, JP? Well, let me first ask Jeff. Jeff, firefighter, astronaut, policeman. Mary fuck kill. Well. Seems like an incredibly easy answer. (laughs) Astronaut? I'd marry. Exactly. The problem with marrying a firefighter is you'd always be worried about, you know, them not making it home alone or making it home alone. And plus, they Wait, they're going to make home alone. Yeah, I, you, you got to bring another hunky firefighter. That's, you know. And plus, they got bodies for made for fucking. Um, I do not currently want to kill a policeman, and I would like that noted. It's a very loaded thing to say, but honestly, it is the it is where that answer slots in. To the FBI, we do not yeah. we do not want to kill anyone. This is parody. just a, it's just a goofer. Parody. We're just doing a goofer. We're playing that. That fun is game. why I am not answering that part of the question. How about mm. how about Mary Fuck Defund? 
Oh, I'll that's good. The, that's good. I'll defund the police. All right. I will All right. The fireman. That Jeff, that actually marry... was the correct answer. There you go. Thank you. I will marry an astronaut because maybe they can take me to NASA and I can play with spaceships. I think Nate, do you agree with his selection? I agree. And plus you get to be one of those cool like fifties housewives with the big beehives if you're an astronaut. That's oh, my hell yeah, dude. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. What are they hiding up there? I don't know. Dig in and find out. Martian brains? I hope so. That's <laughs> yes. that's what I'm hoping for. Wow. All right. So low so so look, the lady's storyline, it's it's forgettable. It it just whatever. And all the firefighters have wives at the end. Yeah. I mean, it was a good, it was a good button. I did like that joke at the end. It was also weirdly like, that's just the whole thing. I just didn't like that storyline. Just Dude's rock. Well, what did you, did you ever have pictures of exes? What did you do after that relationship was over? Me? I feel like, I feel like burning the pictures isn't really a guy thing. I, I mean, I don't care if a guy does it. I'm just saying it's like not our first instinct. I, 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 I don't know that it's gendered either. I just think that it's just a, you, you, I get the idea of having a moment of release, but if you are still under the emotional ties of another human being who you are no longer with, then you're giving them power. You're putting power into who they are and how they exist by creating this big ceremony when really what you should be doing is working on moving past it. And so, Jeff, what do you do with the pictures of your ex? If it's a really good picture, say I'm at a national park, I'm nice sunset, I will take my current um, relationship person, a lady in this instance, and cut off her head and put her on the body of my ex. That's healthy. Yeah, that's what I do. Now, you are talking about pictures, right? You're, you're talking about cutting the head off of your current, of your ex and putting then your current girlfriend's head onto your ex. But that's yes, in pictures. For, that's not. For, we're not for, talking like surgically. No, I couldn't deal with the mess. <laughs> but why waste a good picture? You know? Exactly. That's a very good point. You like kind of looks like you have abs in this one picture. Yeah, you don't want to waste. That's it. every picture I take is me sticking my head through a hole in like a, <laughs> <laughs> in a, in a cardboard cutout. I saw someone on Twitter last week post a picture of them like purposefully standing right next to one of those and not putting their head through it. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm going to do it for the rest of my life is I'm just going to take pictures next to those things without putting my head through it. Okay. That, that is a good bit. That That's a long form. That's a, that's a slow burn long form bit. You need to do it for a long period of time and then show all of the instances of you doing it without anyone knowing that you had done that. It was a good troll post too, because everyone was commenting like, you have to put your head in the thing, idiot. <laughs> ah, he got him. <laughs> innocent, innocent trolling on, on Twitter is just so much fun. Got him with a Weiger troll. I, I when, it, when it comes to the burning thing though, I don't see that being bad. That's a moving on. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's Nate, really fine. Not Nate hasn't moved on from a girl in junior high. That's true. I still think about her all the hey, time. Hey, Nate, <laughs> how's she doing? I think she's doing well. I think she's in married now. Fucking stalker, dude. Fucking stalker. I'm still friends with her. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You Bring still talk Aggie. friends with her. I should stop specif- like mentioning <laughs> more specifics. <honestly. laughs> I'm going on Facebook and I'm finding who this is. No, dude, I don't need to <laughs> control all my ex-girlfriends. <laughs> All right. Go, All to, right so- go, go to San Diego. Bring an egg. 
Oh, she's going to love that. <laughs> that this egg contains the essence of Dr. Manhattan. Bring, yeah. bring an egg. <laughs> Move into her building. Yeah. <laughs> Wait until she asks for an egg. Yeah. <laughs> um, and hand her this like three month old rotten egg. <laughs> yep. And then she dies of salmonella. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's let's get back to it, though. So, so Chandler so, has sex with Janice. Oh, my God. OK. <laughs> Chandler's so, canceled. No, nah, I mean, no, it, he's I, canceled. I, he is canceled. But no, I will say I one of my notes here and we talked about this before. One of my notes here is Janice is right. So so they sleep together yes. and then it's Valentine's Day and they're going to go on a date together. And. I mean, she she is acting like a little weird, like. Obviously, she should be aware that, like, they got very drunk last night and maybe they did something that they weren't supposed to. She's acting a little bit like a starry eyed girlfriend, but I'm willing I'm willing to chalk that up to the unreliable narrator aspect of Chandler. There's another aspect of this, too, where Janice is right. Chandler says, yeah, this isn't going to work out. And Janice is just like, yeah, it will. Now, you love me. Yeah, you love like, me. You what can't the quit fuck me. ever, dude. Here's a slap on the face and a kiss on the cheek, and it works. He, he screams, "Call me!" At her. I, just, I, I the, the Janice and Chandler storyline is just it. It is funny. I don't like it anymore from the perspective of Chandler keeps dating the annoying girl. Yeah, it's. A I, I now like it way. from the perspective of Janice fucking rules, and Chandler is just an idiot. And Janice does continue to show up throughout the rest of Chandler's life. Uh, She uh, has her baby on the same day that he and Monica have her baby, I believe. Yeah. And and, no, 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 uh, no, no, uh, Ross and Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's she's about to buy the same house that Chandler and Monica are about to buy. It's or the house next door. Claire was the one that said this, but a storyline in which. The Joey storyline ended up with Joey ending up with Janice would have been the best thing in the world. Yeah, that's funny. That would have been great. I think you just spoil the entire plot of the Friends series, thus making me have no interest in watching this until I return to watch another episode out of order. <laughs> but also, obviously, I, they couldn't saddle Joey with anybody at the end of the series because Joey was getting spun off, baby. He was making oh, those sp- big bucks on Joey in syndication. They him off big time, and it was a hit. It was a success, and we will be following up, Friendsmen, with uh, Joey Buds. Joey Buds, that's good. Thank you. I don't think we got this on the last record, but I did tell Jeff that Joey is about Joey moving to Los Angeles and living with his sister, who he constantly talks about how hot she is, Mm -hmm. and his nephew, who is a literal rocket scientist. And we did talk about this because because then Jeff pointed out it's it's Drea De Mateo. Yep, from Supram, and she's pretty good in it. She's like funny, but it's it's weird how often he's like, "Well, you don't think my sister is fucking gorgeous?" Like it's it's very strange. I mean, he also said that uh uh oh, what is his mother's name? <laughs> Linda uh, yeah. Linda Tribbiani was a handsome woman. <laughs> <laughs> There's an episode, Jeff, where Joey, where Ross kisses Chandler's mom and then offhandedly mentions that, like, she's not like Joey's mom. And Joey gets all fucked up that he doesn't think his mom is. (laughs) I don't know where I just heard this, but it was about referring to a woman as handsome. I just said that. 
No, oh. and then they say it. They say it in the show, but also it is one of those things that it's like an outdated. Like it meant something different back in the day. Right. And if now, you're not going to call a say woman it, hot, it means, yeah. You want to say she's attractive? You say she's handsome. It it really just means kind of like it's, it's the up. equivalent <laughs> of like oh yeah 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 no 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 he's uh he's got really good handwriting like it's it's like <laughs> anyway. And uh, Jay, you know, I think your personality is great. <laughs> oh my goodness! This has been Friendsman. Thank you for listening. Sorry we didn't make it. I. I'm going to just add for my own notes that I think they called a woman handsome in Star Trek. And that's probably what I'm thinking about. <laughs> I just, I just can't see that as being I, like, I think, anyway I think common Jane, Janeway, Janeway is a handsome woman. I definitely can see Picard saying that. She was a handsome, she was a mm-hmm. handsome woman. All right. Here's, here's, here's the last of my notes guys. Cause I think we got through the main plot points. We didn't really talk about Ross because of the Ross storyline. I mean, he goes on a date with this woman and ends up on a date with his ex-wife, basically. Right. That's what happens in this and one. Then I they, thought it was dirty talk again, JP. No. And then they, they no, dirty talk was really funny. A, a preview for the next episode. Volva. Oh, Ross, goodness. me and JP practice some dirty talk. <laughs> Ross, Ross goes on a date to a Benihana restaurant. Yes. He Which has a improvised section where he has a mushroom on his head that blew Nate away. Great point, Jeff. This was the biggest fight that has ever been lost in the recording. I am looking, I'm looking, I'm looking at my notes right now. And it says what anyone's talking about. And what it says is scripted mushroom head joke was funny. (laughs) That's what my notes say. I agree. (laughs) I'm going to say right now, this is the best episode I've ever heard of Friendsman and I'm recording. (laughs) <laughs> there uh, when chandler laid his head down on the table Ross. and then jesus fucking christ you said chandler. All the white guys. they're all the white guys you said chandler jp this is what this whole thing is it's unbelievable when ross i apologize when ross laid his head down on the table and then uh he did a little bit of what we say in the business uh, a little, little improv okay he uh, he was like oh, oh gosh that's hot and, uh, and and then and, and and then but so he improv that and they were like that was good we're gonna keep it in then they turn it into a bit let's kick it he, up a notch he, he pulls his head up and he's got a fucking mushroom just stuck to Give his me, forehead we need a mushroom on set get me a mushroom fucking on set I need seven mushrooms for the amazing. takes that we're gonna do partially scripted partially improv one hundred percent great thank you great Jay. moment in the show very funny I very much enjoyed it and I just Matt LeBlanc is so good at playing Ross and I just love the show. And you also respect me? Your authority? Yeah, exactly. Thank you yeah, very much. Yes, yes Nate. <laughs> I respect you enough to not want to get slapped again. With all Nate's authority, he is basically the Paw Patrol of... Uh, <laughs> no! No! So in this, right. in this episode, which is mostly, I think, about moving on, how did you feel that all the ladies are moving on? Burning mm-hmm. things and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And Ross is stuck not moving on, being very sad at a Benihana. I think he does get a little bit of closure, though. I agree. I think I think it gives him the, the real break that he needed. But you're right. Like, he goes on a date and ends up kissing his ex-wife, who's not interested in him sexually. It was what a, is he doing? I think it was a friendly kiss that he wanted something more. Exactly. Yes, 100%. Yeah. No, it, it, they, when they write emotional scenes, they write 
really good emotional scenes. They feel real. Yeah. They feel relatable. And that the show is Russ, fucking the, the show is hysterical. But like David those Schwimmer emotional acts the scenes, hell out of it too. It was Matt LeBlanc and playing Russ. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and my point. <laughs> sorry, and my point <laughs> that is was good. That's that is that's that's the hook of this show, though. This is a great example of it. Like, like there are some funny bits in this episode, and and they, they write really well written jokes. But also, the scene was relatable, and it, it, especially if you come to love these characters, like it's a, it's a really important emotional scene, and it makes you love Ross even more. JP, I've talked about this before, but Friends actors, the six Friends actors, you want to make some money? I know you have all the money in the world, but I do. I want to make all the money. You could make some big money, okay? Uh Uh-huh. You put, like, six live episodes of Friends up on Broadway. And you picked the ones that had really hard-hitting emotional endings, like um, when Phoebe gives birth to her triplets. Or uh, when uh, Ross dies in uh, Gunther's (laughs) arms in season seven. Um, You pick episodes like that, and you put them up, and you charge $700 for a ticket. And you'll make a nice little chunk of change. I, I mean, let's do it, buddy. Let's get the funding. Let's well, get no, I'm saying they. Let's need get to Huckabee. Do that. Let's get Huckabee, and we'll get him to produce it. Jeff wasn't here for that. I cannot wait uh, to watch this on Disney Plus in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> that's also the thing is like you don't even have to do it live. Just do like a new version of it. This brings me to another point. Do not do a Friends reunion, please. Do there's not no, ever do a no, friends there's reunion. There's no reason for it. There's no nobody will reason. like it. It will be bad. No, the I friends will make money. So that's. Geez. I don't want to see Joey dealing with Tinder as a 65 year old man. Um, mm. That's not. That's not good for anybody to do. All right. It so you heard it here first, folks. Notes, uh, Chandler's don't, hooked don't on that do... Janice juice. <laughs> Gross. Wow. Wow, dude. Uh, maybe we want to workshop that one a little bit. Uh, Chandler's hooked on that Janice juice boy. Wow, you definitely, you emphasize the J-E-W in juice, huh? Yeah, I heard the way you said it, dude. Jeff, I want to thank you for being on Friends. (laughs) I want to thank you for uh, letting me do dumb characters on your podcast. Um, Do you want to talk about your podcast real quick? Ah, Let's see. What can I say about my podcast? I do a podcast. Dune Boys is a podcast about Dune. It's about Dune and only Dune. Uh, We never talk about washing the dishes and go on exciting adventures. It's a fun time. We got some exciting things coming up, but some of that's a surprise. It's a Friendsman Dune Boys Summit crossover month. There's a crossover event. That's what it is. It's an event that will go over five nights, all focusing on a power outage in New York City. (laughs) (laughs) we will all be attending the uh friends on broadway we should do that at one point we should do all of the podcasts do a do a a blackout episode that would be fantastic yeah i can't wait for friends on broadway because it's going to be this this show it's going to be these 700 dollar tickets and apparently everyone in america somehow saw it and talked about it endlessly <laughs> which i never quite understood how that happened with hamilton yeah right i still haven't seen it i should watch the the disney plus thing but i just haven't seen it you'll turn on disney plus 
try to watch something new and then end up watching some cartoon that you've seen 116 times because that's how yep. it's really fucking good. I I do love that about Disney Plus. Now look, we're wrapping we're wrapping up. I I have to can't let it go, guys. Serious question. Yes, I like Jeff, Nate. Who's your best, who was who, who was your best friend of the episode, Jeff? <laughs> um, only for dramatic reasons, Ross. You had pity on him. It showed a, quite the range of acting for a sitcom. I know some people might say he had some problematic issues and all that kind of stuff, but he was a hurt little boy who was working out some shit. It was very and realistic. Jeff, just to just to let you know, in the beginning of the first part of this recording, you were going by uh, Widow Jeff Gibson. Just oh, I'm a little boy. The, your widow, widow, Jeff widow, widow, widow Jeff Gibson. Widow Jeff Gibson. Widow Jeffy. Have you ever actually experienced a child that talked like that? Um. Yeah, my brother talked like that. Oh boy. Was he on couldn't a... say his couldn't say his R's. Yeah, I... L's. Yeah. I've yep. not seen that in real life. I think we talked about that about how children on sitcoms do not speak like human beings because <laughs> I I don't think writers have ever dealt with children. That's why I thought it was That's funny true, that. Yeah. Apparently, a rocket scientist child is on the Joey spinoff, meaning they didn't yeah. know how to write a kid. He's, he's like, yep. a, he's a man. He's like seventeen year or eighteen years old. He's the. Um, oh, I thought you meant like a five year old rocket scientist. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not a young Sheldon situation. <laughs> no, but th- there is the thing. Uh, in, in line with what you're suggesting here, Jeff, there's the thing in Family Ties where the mother had a baby. And then for like six months in the next season, the baby was an infant. And then they introduced like a seven-year-old to play the child. A magic fast-growing baby. It, it, it happened in sitcoms a lot back in the day. I think they did the same thing on Growing Pains. Yeah, but they, yeah, they no. usually added TV writers don't know something. Sh- yep. They did, they did that on um, Married with Children. And then they had a good meta joke about it at some point. Anyway, Nate, who is your best friend of the episode? Um, my best friend of the episode is Phoebe, because I liked the part where she said they needed the semen of a righteous man. Uh, whose semen would you guys consider to be righteous? All right, I'll start. Mike in Huckabee. the in the biblical sense. Yeah, Mike. Not Huckabee. in like the righteous sense. No, 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 no. Mike Huckabee. I'm okay. going with Mike Huckabee. Jeff. Uh, Joey. I I think Joey is a pure being. Of light. So Joey. All right, that's a fair answer. Joey's uncancelled. He's uncancelled this episode because he's a pure being of light. Alright. And and I will say my my right best friend of the episode. You. Yeah. My best friend of the episode was Chandler. I just I think I think this is when we're seeing the beginnings of it becoming the Chandler show. He's so fucking whip smart and 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 just sarcastic as shit. He had he some was good great. stuff, yeah. He was great in this episode. They all commit, but like in different episodes, it's usually David Schwimmer or it's 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 Lisa Kudrow or it's it's uh Matthew Perry who are just like over the top committing to dumb shit. And yeah, I, I killing love it. it. Love it. All right. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Um and you know, I looking forward to crossover week whenever we're launching that shit. And uh hey, love you, buddy. Love you too. And Nate, I like you. Jeff, I like you too, and I accept the fact that you like me, and I'll stop asking you every day. If <laughs> Thank you, you very much. All right, stay safe, uh, Jeffy and uh, Nate. It's good seeing you, man. Thanks, buddy. It was good seeing you too. I'm going to edit this episode. I'm going to try to get it out tonight or tomorrow. 
Oh, I love it. All right, I'm going to go eat chicken wings with Claire. All righty. All right, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, wahoo. Wahoo. Jeff, you're coming. <laughs> Everybody get the clap.